what it is how's it going everybody today we're going to be talking about reality tv that's right we're going to be talking about all the reality tv shows the tropes the trends all the big and bad stuff going on uh i mean you know i won't be present but jonathan and alex are and if you want to hear what they have to say sit back relax grab a snack grab a beverage and listen on in to the first ones to die Hello, everyone. Welcome to the First Ones to Die podcast. How's everyone doing today? I'm doing pretty well, pretty well. Uh, my name is Jonathan, and I am here with Alex today. Alex, who's giggling already. Alex, how you doing? <laughs> Just the way you did that. I was like, you had a conversation with yourself. <laughs> I you did. Didn't I kind of looked to the right, and then I looked back yeah. to the left. <laughs> yeah, you were like, how you doing? I'm doing good. good. Which, don't get me wrong. I mean, I have conversations with myself all the time. Uh, I'm doing good. Still unemployed. Not bad. My mom is in town visiting, which is very nice. I mm-hmm. picked her up today or the day we're recording this. Um, so I'm excited to see her. I love her. It's actually my little chair over there. That's why I'm angled more this way. Oh, everyone say hi to Alex's mom. Moment of silence. Okay. <laughs> uh, how's your week been, Jonathan? Um, it's been it's been busy, uh, but it's been it's been pretty good. The weather in LA right now is getting a little warmer. So, uh, so dealing with that, you know, I'm always welcome to the warm weather, but you know, you have to definitely, uh, take caution, take those, uh, those, those safety precautions when, when, uh, the hot weather hits, but I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. We're finally getting sunshine here and I'm so happy because I started to garden again. Oh, it looks beautiful. Thank you. I've had a, He's a little small. He's gotten bigger, and I gotta repot him. Gotta like repot him or take away um some of the aloes. The they're not leaves. I forget what they're called. Um, like stems and, or something. Yeah, and then take out some of the aloe, which is fun now because I just give people aloe gel all the time now. Mm. It's a little. It's a little <laughs> weird, but like, like honestly, to be the person who's just giving you like gel, but like it's it's useful. It can help with burns, and it, it's got a lot of um other can't think of the word like Medical benefits help. yeah but so what are we talking about today well today we are gonna be oh, t- oh what what happened we we do this we start jumping into oh, it oh yeah with that, jerome's not here without jerome acknowledging is that not here he not is here. uh he's 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 doing uh some pretty he's doing some productive stuff you could say uh he is doing his uh initiative with uh, DC. So um, he's off doing that and he'll be uh, back in our next episode. Um, but for right now, he's actually in my neck of the woods right now. We we got to uh, have dinner the other day, so which is really cool. Yeah, I'm glad you guys, I know, you, like I said earlier, I know you guys have been busy and I'm glad you were able to have that time. And yeah, we're so proud of him. He's doing the DC Milestone Initiative. I remember the name now. Hey. Um, and so uh, I got to text him like a second and he was telling me how excited he is to tell me more about what happened over there which i'm assuming good things happened (laughs) (laughs) i wasn't at that dinner so i'm unaware of what's going on (laughs) but uh so what you know what what oh i was just gonna say he said it's been going well (laughs) yeah (laughs) Uh, but Uh, what we were talking about today 
is a topic that we have talked about. We have talked about in in multiple uh, ways on the podcast before. We're talking about reality TV. And first, we're going to talk about a specific program on reality television. Uh, One that we talked about a few weeks ago when it first started. And that is Big Brother Canada Season 10. So, Alex, a couple months ago... You had never seen an episode of Big Brother Canada in your life. I'd never seen Big Brother in general. Yeah, that's my introduction to it. Except for some of the when we were working uh, at IMAX and uh, we'd be in the back just doing nothing, and I'd be watching some of the live feeds, and I would, I would, I would just randomly show you some. Well, I, I am, I do love the drama, so I won't lie about that. You, you knew which like clips to show me properly to get me interested. Where I was like, all right, tell me more. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this was my first introduction to it, uh, other than you just showing me really dramatic clips of people arguing, which I appreciate. I love, I love that. Uh, and we start, well, it was suggested because of Kyle Moore. We did a special episode with him on mental health and his podcast. Very nice man. And he didn't win, unfortunately. Didn't win. Didn't, didn't, didn't make jury, unfortunately. We were we were at the beginning of the season. We were like hoping and praying, um, but it didn't pan out that way. It I was know. an epic. It was an epic. Um, it was an epic moment of an hoh. Yeah, I mean, it got really intense it during did. his part, and I was really surprised by the winner. I'm not gonna lie, Kevin Jacobs, because mm-hmm. um, I remember in the first episode that I said he was most likely going to be the first one going out. And in all fairness, in all fairness, he was nominated the first for the first elimination. Or That's eviction. right. Um, he lost to Molina. But he it was so Molina. funny because he beat Molina. You're right. I'm sorry. He beat Molina and he only had one vote against him. Mm-hmm. And so I was surprised. And then he ends up winning and I was like, wow. And the okay. way, basically the way they got there. So, I I didn't watch much of the live feeds, but I kept up with uh, like a lot of podcasters. They do daily updates for the live feeds and stuff like that. And and seeing the updates on Twitter and stuff, I was keeping up with that, but I wasn't watching the live feeds myself. And I would I would usually only watch the eviction episodes because those are the episodes where stuff actually happens usually. Um, so in the last final few weeks, I was like dang, I think Josh has this in the bag. But I was rooting for Betty. I was 100% rooting for Betty. She just gave the entertainment all season. I loved her personality. And I just think she would have been a fun winner. Uh, I agree. Yeah. yeah she was, her personality was very sparkly. It was. I did like it. It was. But Josh, I was, that triple eviction, you remember the triple eviction? Mm-hmm. Where Wait, I didn't do they often do triple or double evictions or is that like this is something special that happened? So okay, so Big Brother Canada they started the the triple eviction in like season three and they've only done it like they've only done it three times since then I think. Um, but in Big Brother Canada it's more common than it is in Big Brother Big Brother US only did a triple eviction one one season. Uh, but every season they do do double evictions. 
So every okay. season there is a double eviction. There's at least one double eviction. And those are always fun because it's like anybody could go. Um, but in the triple eviction, Josh, he handled it completely wrong, in my opinion. Um, and then once he got power later on, he still didn't want to get rid of Kevin, even though he should have. I know. It was just I mean, like, he was so close because Kevin was nominated like so close to the end. I think it was like when there's only five or four left, he could have gotten rid of him mm-hmm. in those end days. And then he probably would have won. Yeah. I like Josh too. He was very personable. And he got like um, the, is it HOA that they call it? HOH. HOH. Uh, like three times. Mm-hmm. So clearly, he was very, he was very good at what was going on. So, yet he was a quite, he was in power, especially near the end too, which I was also surprised like everyone because he never, you know, got head of household at all. Yeah, well that that was the thing. That's what Josh was thinking. He was thinking that I'm gonna beat Kevin easily because Kevin hasn't won really any competitions and I've won all of them, but, and sometimes juries do respect that. They respect competition wins over like the strategic game, but most of the time they respect someone who, even if they haven't won, won a lot of competitions, they can, they've strategized their way to the end. They've manipulated other people, um, because they see that as having more power versus the actual power of the HOH or a veto competition win. Um, having that strategic power is is more powerful than that comp- than those competition powers. Which I again, I'm going to bring up the fact that I did mock him a little bit when he made those comments about playing the game. Mm-hmm. Being strategic, he was like, "I'm going to be the villain." Stuff. Yeah, he's like, "I'm going to undermine," you. and I was like, "Whatever, dude." <laughs> Like I, I like I did mock him and was like, "You're not a threat." He proved me wrong. He was not gone the first episode, nominated so close, but he stayed. He won, and you know he really did fly enough under the radar where nobody really saw him as a threat. And then when it got towards the end, yeah, I don't even think Josh comprehended that like he should have gotten rid of him sooner because Betty did have a more personable approach. So she did appear to be the bigger threat. Not mm-hmm. thinking like, oh yeah, I need to beat the the sweet girl instead of like the other guy. Right. So that was a good strategy to play. Almost he, he played the non-threats for so long that, you know, it was easy to sneak in near the end. Right. Right. And a lot of people are saying that this season is possibly one of, if not the best Big Brother Canada seasons. Um, just it delivered. It really delivered on a lot of levels. The drama, the uh, unpredictableness. Is that a word? If it if it's not, I'm making it up right now. Um, okay. <laughs> We're going with it. The predictability. There we go. <laughs> uh, because um, a lot of... Big Brother seasons that I've watched, mainly a lot of U.S. seasons as of late, they've just been so predictable, which makes it not fun at all. When you know who's going to go, when you know who's going to get evicted week after week, it's not fun. 
so the fact that this season you didn't know who was going to go each week, I really enjoyed that. Um, I, there are still a, a few issues with Big Brother Canada. Um, from my perspective, all of the advertisements, and I know that they need their money, but each week they put in so many ads for everything. Um, I wish the show would be uh, just like edited a little, a little better. Um, a lot of times there are these like blackout times on the, on the live feeds where you don't know what's happening and you don't necessarily get that on the show either. Um, so I wish that that was, wasn't a thing, but this season, regardless of all that stuff, this season was, was, was really good. Yeah, I agree. I enjoyed this. Well, I've never watched the season before, but I did enjoy the season. I thought it was, it held my attention, which as if anybody's ever listened before, they know that's a difficult thing to do sometimes with shows and movies. Right. Um, so the fact that I followed this whole season through of this reality show is should be a little bit impressive. Right. Um, and yeah, I think it was well done. I agree with the editing because sometimes they had this, these moments where they were like really good, intense moments that I liked. And even I was like, ooh, secondhand embarrassment. I felt that. And there are other times where it seemed like they were trying to have that effect, but it was such a low key point. I was like, oh, you probably didn't have to have this in there. Mm-hmm. And it feels like you were trying to build up tension with this moment, but really it was just like, oh, no, this is just people being weird, though. Like, right. People, like, it's tense, but this is a, a tense moment. Right. I suggest if you liked this season, I suggest my two favorite seasons are probably season two and season five. I suggest of U.S. or Canada? Of Canada. Of Canada. <laughs> well, maybe I'll give the U.S. Uh, Big Brother a chance. Hey, they're Although all on, they're they're all on Paramount. There are some of the Big Brother Canada seasons are on Paramount Plus. Um, and really? yeah, and and Big Brother U.S. Obviously. Yeah, maybe I'll give it a shot. You know, it's not a bad show, and I do like the pettiness that is in that show because. I am who I am. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I I think it was more interesting than I did anticipate. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to reality shows, it's always hard to gauge whether it's actually going to be really good or if it's just going to be something that you're kind of, why is this a thing? Mm-hmm. Um, transitioning into, as we were talking about earlier, TLC shows. <laughs> that, so that this, is, this is essentially our general reality TV section. Uh, we talked about Big Brother. Now, let's get into some of the other shows, Alex. Well, in the in the first episode of the reality show, we talked about shows that we really did like from our past or shows that we remember watching, mainly MTV and VH1. Um, now, for the modern reality shows that I kind of peek in nowadays, you know, it's so much different. I think there's a lot of less dating shows I watch. Which I always find weird that I used to be so into dating shows. Um <laughs> I feel like the shows have gotten to a point where sometimes they're really cringeworthy, and I think TLC is a big part of that. Uh, one of the ones I wanted to mention too was I Love a Mama's Boy. That show, that show, I can't. I watch clips of it because the actual show makes me nauseous because of how creepy it can be sometimes. Especially there's this one I follow, and I don't want to follow, but the intensity and the drama of it. 
Uh, his name is Shabik and Emily. They did it for like two years. And they're, she keeps trying to help the relationship grow. But he literally, he's like, oh, my days are for you, Emily. And then my nights are for my mom. Uh, Aaliyah, I believe her name is. And what's creepier is that her husband's like alive. He's there. But she treats her son like her husband. And she'll like hold on to him tightly. And they were on a date. Oh, they weren't on a date. The three of them were having like lunch and trying to discuss like, hey, you know, this isn't like healthy. You really need to let me go a little bit. She brought a girl as a blind date. The mom brought Jabik a blind date to that meeting in front of like Emily, his girlfriend. I was like, oh, I want like, I bet there are people like this in the real life where they're just like, this is appropriate behavior to bring a blind date to my son's, you know, in front of my son's girlfriend. Right. Oh, uh, 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 yeah. And it's a, it's such a distasteful show. And like most of the shows on TLC, like my life at 600 pounds. And then there was, um, quite a few others. And I used to love TLC cause they had like love it or list it, which was a mm, lot of fun. Yeah. They used to be and, into the like home renovation show game. They used to have trading spaces. Uh, flop, flip or flop. Flip or flop. Was, was that yeah. on TLC? I think so. Cause I, I know- can't imagine. I, I can't imagine where, where else it would be. Cause I know once HGTV got popping, I feel like that's mm. where a lot of the renovation shows went and TLC was like, you know what? We're just going to focus on something else. We're not going to focus on the home renovation shows. And you know, I, I love, think you're right. I love a good home renovation show. And those technically are reality shows. Uh, I love a good HGTV. Um, uh, oh my gosh. What's the, what's the show called? What's the famous HGTV house show called? Why am I re- not remembering? I always think of like flip or flop. Not it. What's the one where they 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 go into three houses and they decide at the end which one they want? Oh my gosh. House Hunters? House Hunters. It's yeah. the simplest name. Uh, but I love that show. It might not seem like it because I just forgot the name, but I love that show. Uh, I Yeah, that's the main show on HGTV that I've watched. I've also watched the one with... Um, Obviously, you can tell that I don't know the names of these HGTV shows. I just turn them well, on. They're and also watch just them. shows you kind of just watch when the TV's on. Exactly. Because exactly. You don't... I don't actively seek out house hunters, right. but I like watching it because I like to when pretend that someday when, I'll own a home. Right. When there's nothing else on and you just want to have something on and you'll just take a peek at it and you're like, oh, that's a nice house. And then you end up watching the ep- the the whole episode and then two episodes after that. <laughs> yeah, because I like want to know which house they're going to pick. Exactly. It's usually the house that's further away from where they want to be, but it's it fits, fits their more needs. To their... If, if, if it's like structurally, it, it fits their needs better. You know what I'm tired of? Open concept. Every couple or every person always looks for the open concept. I'm like, why, why? Mm-hmm. And they always I like hate, having my son. They, they always hate carpet. Always. I will I, I will agree with that. I hate carpet. <laughs> I think it's the worst. I don't mind carpet. If I carpet. can't avoid carpet, I will. I don't mind carpet. Granted, I'm not living in, I'm, I have hardwood floors right now. But if my next place had carpet, I wouldn't mind. 
I, now I just don't like, because it's also so, like, I drop a lot of things. I'm not going to lie. So it's, mm-hmm. It makes me spill things. It's easy to clean um, up. Hardwood. Yeah, hardwood's, hardwood's so much easier to clean up. So, but those are shows that I think are like comfort shows. Um, when you're like looking for drama, of course, you're going to go to like the dating shows, mm-hmm. such as like my or my 90 day fiance or Love Island. Um, Love is Blind. Love is Blind. Bachelor. I tried to watch Love is Blind. You tried to? Kind of, I, I tried. <gasps> I watched like half a first episode. They're kind of stupid. Yeah, yeah. Not the not the premise. Not the premise. I find the premise interesting of getting to know somebody visually first. I think or, that's actually a pretty. Or I'm sorry, the, verbally. Yeah, yeah, the opposite. Right, but then also when they do like the side talking, like oh they're talking to the camera, they're constantly talking about like oh I hope they look like this. Oh he's they sound like they would look like this. And then I'm like, isn't the whole point of this like show or experiment or however you want to present it? supposed to be avoiding the looks of the person and the, uh, and then like oh there was one she she and the guy were just like straight up stupid their conversation was like nonsense yeah was it uh what was her name shana and shane yes yep. i remember that because it's also the name yeah their whole conversation was like this you you no, you should not, because if you guys have children, those children, are, it's just going to be idiocracy leading onward. Yeah. Bad idea. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I love that. I think the premise. Show. Yeah, I like the idea and the premise, mm-hmm. um, but I couldn't really get past them. That's a fair point. It's a fair point. I tried watching, and I know everyone has been watching this show who watches, mainly who watches Love is Blind. It's called The Ultimatum. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's on Netflix. You told me about it, and it's on my watch list. I okay. haven't gotten The premise of the it. show is wild. It's basically these six or eight whatever couples come to this. They come together because all of them have the same problem. One person in the couple is issuing an ultimatum to the other. And that ultimatum is that we either get married or break up forever. And so the couples, they choose another person to live with for three weeks. And essentially they're in a relationship with them for those three weeks. And then after the three weeks, they go back to their original person for three weeks or whatever. And then uh, at the end of all that time, they decide whether or not they wanna stay with their original person or go back to the person who they newly found. And I know crazy stuff happens. I haven't finished it yet, uh, but hopefully one of these days I will. I kind of want to watch it. I know a couple people in real life who had that ultimatum, who like told their partner like, hey, if you don't propose to me within a year, I don't see a future together. But I was thinking, I'm like, how important is marriage to you that you're just going to like break up this relationship? Like why I, I, of course, I understand it's important to some people, and I understand like it, it, it holds a certain meaning um, with tradition and you know what you feel like your relationship means. However, I don't understand that, so I'm always wondering how you can just leave somebody because you don't have a legal document. Right. Um, I get that. It, I but get I that do kind of want to see it. Yeah, it's 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 very messy, very dramatic. I do get that some people 
you know, in some cases, there are situations where it's like, okay, we've been together for however many years and you've said that you want to get married, but you've not actually proposed yet or whatever. In that situation where both people do want to get married, then yeah, okay, you should get married. But if it's a situation where you're happy as you are, you're happy together, you don't need to get the government involved, then don't get the government involved. Like you value, yeah, you value the idea of marriage over the actual person who you're with. You, you don't value as much that actual person versus you just value the concept of, of being married. So it definitely differs. That's not the case for all people who are in that situation, but it is definitely the case for some. They would rather have a ring versus the actual person. Right. And that's how you end up with the shows like Bridezilla. Yeah. Because the wedding and the idea of the marriage and the ceremony is more important. Um, there, Yeah, there was somebody I worked with there. They had been with their partner for like 10, 11 years. And then they were like, oh, yeah, I'm giving him another year to decide if he, he will he's going to propose. And if he doesn't, I let him know that we're going to end the relationship. I'm like, doesn't that feel like coercion, though? <laughs> like, you're not getting that ring because he wants to marry you. It's you, you, you made it. You gave an ultimatum like the show mm-hmm. or you made a thread. And now it's like, I don't know. I feel like it devalues it a little bit, but. Um, but it does look like an interesting show. I've seen clips from it and some of those couples I've seen on TikTok. Some of those couples probably shouldn't be together. Anyway. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that kind of leads me into the Netflix reality game because Netflix has kind of, in my opinion, been killing it in the reality show game. They got, like we mentioned, Love is Blind, The Ultimatum. They have Too Hot to Handle, which I only really enjoyed the first season. I haven't really even finished the second or third season. Um, and the show that I was literally just watching today that just started back again, season four, uh, The Circle. And that is my show. I love The Circle. I feel like you've tried explaining to me what The Circle is before, and I still do not recall what it is. <laughs> so basically, these eight people, give or take one or two, they move into this apartment they film in, in London, but they're supposed to make you believe that this apartment it takes is in America. Um, and they're all in different apartment rooms. They can't see or hear each other. The only way they can communicate with each other is through this app that they have on their TVs in their apartment called The Circle. And so basically it's a social media type competition where they can't communicate with each other in real life. They can only communicate with each other through the screen. So you have people who are catfishing. You have some people who are catfish. Their profile is not what they are in real life. So I could go into the circle as you, Alex, and pretend that I'm you. Um, And... I have been told I have a trusting face. Yes. So there we go. That would be my reason. I'd be like, hey, I'm going in as my friend Alex. She has a trusting face. I think people will trust her, her more. Um, so, yeah, that's that's basically. And the concept the concept is to uh, each each like there's there's rounds and people get blocked from the circle 
Uh, you can become an influencer if you're the most popular that that round. And the influencers get to block one person. Uh, that person is usually someone who they're like suspicious of being a catfish or um, or they just don't vibe with them or they're they're a threat to win or something like that. So uh, it's it's pretty fun. And at the end, uh, the person who wins wins one hundred thousand dollars. That's an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. Um, that's such a modern concept, too. You know what I mean? Right. Because I was actually recently talking to my sister about that because I was like, well, not that. Um, about, like, blocking people because on TikTok, I block a lot of people because it's just, like, spam accounts or, like, you know, accounts that are reading something off of Reddit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I just spend a good, you know, I'll block at least two accounts when I'm on TikTok anytime I'm on there because it's just spam or the Reddit thing. I hate the Reddit thing. So, like, bringing that concept into, like, a reality show, that's that's quite interesting. And then, you know, allowing the catfishing. Because you're used to having the persona presented, or the physical per- physical presence there, but the persona is always different. And so they can change what they appear to be visually as well. Like, do they have a picture up? Yeah. So, I so it, say I were, if I were to go into the circle, I would just use your pictures I would just use any pictures that you have. I would just bring those onto the circle with me and use those as my own. Then I would advise not using me. I'm not really photogenic. I get very uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm fine video, but like when it's a photo, I get kind of uncomfortable and I make the weirdest faces. Mm. Like I don't know how to smile when there's like somebody's trying to take a picture of me. I'm one of those people. My smile just gets a little weird. So maybe not trusting when it's a photo. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Um, but no, that that's a that sounds like an interesting concept, and it's a pretty cool idea to have that. And then, like I said, like with Love Is Blind, not visually seeing somebody because you can't get their social cues, and through messaging and text, it's so hard to gauge somebody's reaction. As people who have listened or know me in real life, I'm a bit sarcastic, and that comes in through text sometimes. But because people are aware of who I am. They understand that sometimes what I'm texting is most likely not what I mean. Right. Being facetious. So to have that with people who are really strangers to you and not know if they are being mean, they are joking, or if this is some like weird way they're trying to gauge a reaction, um, that brings a whole new level in. So that's that's pretty good. It does. It does. Yeah. Uh- so with reality shows, they're getting more interesting, and I will give them that. Because there was, there was a part where it was that MTV VH1 where it was just, it was trash TV. But we all loved it. We all watched it. And then there was like a low and TLC's level reality show, which is just, ugh. Um, and then they have like newer shows that are really good. Like I do like Ink Master. Um, and, you know, that's also on Netflix. Well, it streams on Netflix. It's, I think. It airs on something else, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, Ink Master does annoy me sometimes because these are people getting actually tattooed, and I don't know if they screw up on purpose. I don't know if it's an actual Oh, they screw up? So it's... I've never watched Ink Master. I've heard about it. It's a competition, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. And, like, you can apply to be on the show and get a free tattoo, which is, like, really cool. But it also might be bad. But at the same time, yeah, because I've seen them when they try to do uh people drawings or tattoos on you mm-hmm. so like somebody will put two left feet 
And that's tattooed on you. That's on you permanently. Oh. And I don't know if it's scripted. I don't know if it's real. But to have just that image on you and you're just getting a free tattoo, not worth it to me. <laughs> like, I'm looking for a tattoo artist and I'm very particular about them because this thing's permanently on you. And then other times it's just the wonkiest drawing. So right. I don't know if like Ink Master has scripted parts like in other reality shows or it's like that. Right. But that also, would be. Go ahead. I was just going to say that would be cool, though, if it'd be a nice story like, hey, check out this. uh giraffe on my arm like this was done by the winner of ink master season five i will give you that that would be a cool story to be tattooed by an ink master Mm. uh but like again it's such a risk of like screwing up because these are people that are like really cocky they're like oh yeah i can be the ink master and then like a good chunk fail at the really basics which i understand when it comes to like any specialty honestly you tend to fail more at the basics the higher you go up in your specialty because you're not doing the basics anymore. You're doing more complex things. You're doing, you know, tattoo coverings or you're doing, you know, watercolors and then all of a sudden you forgot how to do proper line drawing, like with watercolors because there's no lines. And so I get how you end up screwing up the basics, but I also don't want my basics screwed up. Mm-hmm. So, um... And, like, again, still staying with Netflix, they have, like, Nailed It. They have a lot of cooking shows. They have so many cooking shows. <laughs> they Nailed do. It Netflix has a lot of... Cake or Not. Yeah. Yeah. They all, What we were talking about, Is It Cake? Is It Cake, yeah. Which, oh, my God, there's one. Uh, this is actually on TikTok, and I'll post it. It pissed me off. If anybody ever serves me this cake, and I'll show it, I'll post it on, like, Instagram and everywhere. Somebody had... It looked like fried chicken. It looked like good fried chicken. And then they cut it open. It was strawberry cake. I got angry. <laughs> you were like. I was so mad. If anybody ever chicken. hands me, ever, ever hands me a plate of fried chicken and I open it and it's cake. I don't care that it's cake. I will be pissed. Don't you ever play with my fried chicken like that. <laughs> I know. And then How it'd be because you? your mouth would be watering for the chicken. But then you see, then you see that it's cake. That's a whole nother flavor. That's a whole. It's, it's sweet versus savory. Yeah, and I'm prepared for like grabbing it, and like eating it, and then now it's like, okay, new style. I got to eat with a fork. <laughs> and it's just, no, don't ever. I don't. I like the concept visually and the idea of it and the skill. Don't ever do that to me because I'm <laughs> especially with chicken. I love my chicken. Um, and we were talking about some of the cakes we had seen on there, they're so amazing that they're able to do that. Like, um, I think it is with episode two or three, it was a beach theme one. The guy who did the bucket hat, I was really impressed by that because one of the things, one of the details he added on, and I don't think it was thought about, were those little silver circles. Mm-hmm. Which because they have even, a name for them. I forgot what they called them, but... The judge called them that. Yeah. One of the judges knew the exact, and I was like, I didn't know they had a name. I thought they were just the circle things, <laughs> the holes. Yeah, circle things. Uh, and he remembered to put those on there, so that was really good detailing. Yeah, it's all it's all in the details. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think they should have called that show "Real or Cake" rather than "Is It Cake." Real or Cake would have been more catchy, like like re- rhymes with "real" or "fake." Real or Cake. I see that. Yeah. But they instead called it Is It Cake. Well, that's what's the title for song. Is It Cake. 
I think, yeah, real or cake would have probably been a little bit better. Mm-hmm. It does have that, like, is it real or fake? Right. Can I can I eat it or no? Right. Which well, is a lot of cases, questions for... In yeah. some cases, like, if they're doing the fried chicken, then you'd be able to eat it's, both, but it's two it's different It's still experience. upsetting. Yeah. Who does it? Like, pick any other food. Don't do fried chicken. Mm-hmm. People are passionate about fried chicken. I'm passionate. <laughs> um, uh, and... Yeah. Yeah, but like they have a lot of cooking shows. Um, like I said earlier, nailed it, mm-hmm. which I actually am not too much of a fan of. I feel like people screw up more than necessary on that show, and it makes uh, me think that like, oh, they're trying to make an ugly item. I don't feel like it presents itself as a reality show. Almost, uh, it's a it's a pretty popular show. I've I've never watched it. I know Nicole Byer; she hosts it. And she's always fun. I always, I hate, I just hate the name of the show because I always thought for the longest time that it was a nail decorating reality show. I always thought that Nailed It was decorating like nail art. Cause you've seen, you thought it was about work, like work, uh, like woodwork or something like that. Like a, like Nailed It, like craftsmanship. I, I anticipated that. Uh, but I can see how it was also about nail work. I would watch a show about nail work because some of them get crazy yeah, designs. I've seen some like on. I feel like I've seen some on online. Like some you of the should nail Google um, gr- like the graduation twenty twenty two nail work. Some of them are crazy. They're so long and they have like twenty twenty two and like the high school. Wow. Like, it's, I don't know how long that takes but i feel like you're in that probably chair forever to do that yeah yeah there was a body paint it was on netflix as well um there's a body paint one where i've i've seen that i've no i've i've seen like half of an episode of, of that show um yeah i don't i didn't enjoy too much the process of it, I felt like it was really slow and stuff, but I really enjoyed the results. The mm. results were insane. Those were really good. Um, but the process of body paint, not so much. And then I don't really prefer to see naked people. So, <laughs> of course, they, they, they blurred people properly. You know, you don't actually see anything. Right. Just, I, I prefer people with their clothes on. <laughs> There's a new um, show on Netflix. It's a game. It's technically a game show. But game shows and reality shows are kind of one and the same. Um, I was actually going to ask that. I'm like, is a game show technically reality? Right. Reality there, there are some that are both, and there are some that are just game shows. Like Price is Right. That's just that's not a reality show. That's a game show. Yeah. Wheel of Fortune. That's just a game show. But like shows like um, Deal or No Deal. It's a game show. It's kind of reality show. Or like, or like the Beat Shazam. Game show, kind of reality show. What is uh, is me and my mom like watching? Name that tune. Name that tune. I'd say that's yeah, game show, kind of reality show. Yeah, that's I think yeah, that's more of a game show. Like Survivor, Survivor is slash game show slash reality because it is reality. Yeah, I'd say yeah, reality competition show. Uh, yeah, um, Survivor and American Idol. Was that reality or game show? I'd say reality show. I guess show. it's competition, yeah. yeah. When I usually think of reality shows, I think of 
shows that, you know, you have the same people over one season, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, whereas game shows, each episode is different people, you know? Yeah, no, and that makes sense. Um, when it becomes a reality show, you're invested in the, the, the cast. Right. And the story that's developing. Uh, when it comes to game shows, you're watching it for that episode and looking at the different, you know. Because they also have specials. Like like with Jeopardy, they have, I believe right now they have like the college competition going on right now. Mm-hmm. So there's also like specials like that where it's the college or kids or things like that. And with reality shows, you don't really get those type of specials. Right. They have like special episodes where the cast is doing, you know, this certain type of challenge, but it's not an actual episode where it's like they're bringing in certain people so yeah no that makes sense right do you remember there was a game show in the early 2000s that i used to watch i feel like i would watch it i feel like it would be i don't know if they aired on the same day but i feel like it would be i would watch fear factor and then this show i also love fear factor as well uh back in the day that used to be my show i think we watched a youtube compilation of like People almost dying on Fear Factor. Really? Uh, yeah, there was one where the girl looked like she was about to drown. Makes they sense. They were in like that cage. A lot of it was drowning. Mm-hmm. A lot of it was drowning. They almost drowned a couple people, which makes sense because I know for a fact I can't. I can hold my breath a surprising amount of time, but I think underwater I would panic a little more. Yeah. So I can see how that. Especially when you're in a race and you have to do something Mm -hmm. in a certain amount of time that brings on more anxiety. No, I agree. Like, Fear Factor, I think, was a lot more. I know they were always like, oh, yeah, we tested it beforehand. (laughs) But, like, you can't test it for the individual. Yeah. There. I hated the bug ones, but um, what was the concept? I feel like there was another reality show. So there was was one, I think it aired on ABC or NBC as well, called Dog Eat Dog. And the concept was, I can't even remember the format of the show. I just remember it was like fun to watch as a kid. Um, and, but then I watched this YouTube video of this guy who was who went back and watched some of the episodes and critiqued it. And it was like, wow, this show is a product of its time. Like some of the things that they did on the show would not fly. They would basically... Oh. Oh, Doggy Dog was an American game show which originally ran from June 17, 2002 to... Uh, so there was only one season because it was done in 2003. Wow. I cannot believe that. I feel like it went on for at least like three seasons. Oh, two seasons, 26 episodes. So. There were only 26 episodes? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Six players spend a day together at a training camp before arriving at the studio for the show. A challenge is described in the players each vote for the one that they want to send it to. Player receives the most votes, takes the challenges, failure to complete, sends the player to the dog pound and eliminates him or her from language. Completing it allows the player to send. I think I vaguely remember that show. I think there was a scene where they actually had people chased by dogs. Maybe I, I, I don't remember that particular challenge, but I don't, I don't, um, I don't doubt it. Oh, I can see why he said the vomit comet was one of the. 
The challenges, stunned. the vomit comet. It, it was called the vomit comet. The contestant is placed in a contraption that spins them around, while the crane it is attached to is also spinning at 360 degrees. Brooke reads various names of places and titles, and the contestant has to state the exact number of vowels in this name. That's oddly specific. <laughs> um. I just the one this, the one challenge that that show was infamous for was uh, they played like a game of hangman or something. I think it was hangman, and you would like throw a ball into a target, and if you either missed or guessed a letter wrong, and if you when you threw the ball into the target, you got a letter. I think this is what I'm remembering from. Um, that video that I watched uh, with the guy who was like dissecting it. But if you miss the letter or miss the ball getting thrown into the target, then you had to strip off a piece of clothing. And uh, once you were done with all your clothing, then you're out. That sounds super comfortable. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, there were the competitions were fish stirring, hanging in the rain, rainstorm pedestal, wall climbing, but there also was drip games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, there's a lot of ones now that are breeding. I can see how it was not okay. Yeah. There's a show, again, on Netflix. Oh, I forget what it's called. And it's actually a really good show. They, I think it's set in, like, Ireland or Scotland. Okay. Um, When I watched it, as a woman of color, it creeped me out uh, because it was set in a barn in the countryside where uh, they uh, it's like flinch. I think it's called flinch even where uh, you try to f- where you, it's on. The, if you like that show, you'll like this one, Jonathan, uh, where they try to get people to flinch like. Oh, is that like the, the game on the ga- on the um, James Corden show? Because I know James Corden does that where they're like behind a plexiglass and they get thrown objects at them. Yeah, but they'll get shot with a paint gun. Like this show is taking a, like they have like a bunch of balloons next to them and somebody like shoots the balloons right near their head. Oh my goodness. Or there's one, oh, like the last person or the person who lost, like gets shocked. Like they get like shocked or they get like, like just it's for fun. Just a, yeah, it's like a lot. Like they have like a washing machine coming towards you, like on a pendulum, and it gets like this close to you and then it swings back, but you can't flinch, so you have to stand there. Oh my There's goodness. one guy I remember who was just screaming all everything made him like he had no reason to be on that show other than like for comedy relief. And it was all set in a barn, mind you. And then like they had the big guys in overalls. It was like a comedy version of a horror film. That's why I say as a woman of color, it was like, I wouldn't go on the show. Not at all. Mm -mm, mm -mm. This can turn so quickly for me. I've watched too many things where I should never be involved in something like that. (laughs) But that is, if you like Doggy Dog, that's definitely a good It's actually pretty It's a little messed up. But it's actually pretty funny. And it's on Netflix. I might check it out. Um, Yeah, shows have gotten a lot less graphic i guess with mm-hmm. the challenges because some of the challenges i remember from older shows were a lot they were 
intense and kind of creepy. Yeah. Like, well, going back to Fear Factor, they would show people just straight up puking on the show. Those bug challenges where they had to eat bugs or eat cow testicles. Cow testicles or bull, not cow testicles because cow cows don't have testicles. Um, bull testicles. Bull te- they actually I remember them like a little later in the seasons when I started to stop watching. They were just eating gross stuff eventually. Mm-hmm. Like it was gross stuff or it was like walking out on a ledge, which I think that's what's it's falling was that you're just eating gross stuff and a lot of it was testicles or something. Yeah. Yeah. Which the first challenge would usually be um, something with like heights or something like that. The second challenge was always eating or just gross stuff um, and or like claustrophobic stuff, you know. Um, and then the third challenge was usually always like you have to jump on the back of this truck while it's moving at 70 miles per hour. Yeah, which, like, they had harnesses. That was fine. Right, right. Which, but the, like, yeah, the eating stuff. I don't think I could watch a reality show anymore that had, like, gross eating competition parts because it's, like, I'm older now. That stuff makes me mm-hmm. And I do I'm, enjoy. And I am always watching TV when I'm eating. So I don't know how I did this when I was a kid. Because I every Monday night, I would be on my Fear Factor. Every single Monday night, I would watch Fear Factor. And I probably had dinner around the same time. Maybe I just ate it earlier, so I didn't eat it while I was... But I'm like, how did I get through my dinner every Monday night knowing they had all these gross food challenges? Maybe I wasn't as phased as it by an, as, as an adult. Because kids do Maybe gross things, too. So Because we didn't know what like that actually was. Like, right. We're probably like, ha-ha, and now it's like... Oh, God, no, that would make me so sick. Um, so I, I found the show real quick. It is called Flinch, and it is on Netflix, and it is a British show. Is it just in Britain? I thought they were in, like... Oh, the, it said the show is originally set in a barn in Northern Ireland. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm... Anything set in a barn, I'm not... I'm not ever going to because <laughs> nobody should be in a barn mm-hmm. and then, unless you're a cow or a horse those live in farm or a farmer right yes unless you're a farmer those they have rights to the barn yeah i don't know i don't know what i'm saying <laughs> um i will say i still do watch like clips more than i do watch reality shows because i find the lag in reality shows sometimes they want to keep up that drama like they did back but it's hard to do that when you're not showing gross stuff when you're not showing people almost dying or like going to certain extremes anymore so it's harder to keep people on reality shows unless you have a really good idea like the circle i actually find that concept very interesting i will probably check that out or you know your your life is mimicking something so close to it like the ultimatum um which is difficult avoiding, you know, the gross stuff nowadays. Mm-hmm. I still watch clips from Say Yes to the Dress because I love when people are mean to the bride. I'm not going to lie. It's awful and I feel bad, but like, it's so horrible. And it always just makes you think, was this scripted or was it 
is this reality? Mm. Is this mom really that horrible to her daughter? Or they were like, hey, can you just be mean for a minute and just insult your daughter's body? Mm-hmm. Which is always really cruel. I still say love the yesterday dress. I love seeing how expensive the dresses are and judging them that they're buying this dress for like a one day event. If somebody bought like a $10,000 dress. Dang. And it was Dang. ugly. It had a bunch of bows on it. <laughs> Why would you purchase anything with like a bunch of like little bows around it? Some you? people think that the more expensive it is, the better quality and the better it looks. But it's not always the case. In fact, that's usually not the case. It's true. Expensive clothing and items tend not to be very pretty. Mm-hmm. Or... They like w- with the ripped jeans nowadays that are like selling everywhere that are like hundred dollars to a judge. Yeah, and it's like, but like, why? Right? So, is it just because you think it's expensive and trendy? Um. So I mean, I do watch that show just to judge. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of reality shows you watch just to kind of judge them. Exactly. I um. Well, first of all, speaking of you mentioned the circle again. And uh, right now, in this season, it's not a spoiler because they come in like the first episode. Um, but the Spice Girls, two of the Spice Girls are a contestant. They're kind of like a, a fake contestant, but they're on, two of the Spice Girls are literally on the show, uh, which is very fun. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for that statement. <laughs> what? Okay. Yes, yes. It's very random but I, very fun. I'm um I've been living for it. They've been very entertaining. Like the, they're actual contestants on the show. So they're playing as a contestant, but the other contestants don't know that they're 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 playing as a catfish. Yeah. So they're catfishing as this this dude. Um but but the other contestants don't know, but eventually I haven't gotten to the episode where like they because they have to successfully without getting caught um stay for like a certain amount of time and if they don't get caught then the prize money gets bumped up do they how many seasons has the circle been on they're on season four right now do they always have some Celebrity famous or like celebrity guests catfishing people? No, but in recent years they've been doing some of that like stunt casting. Like right now, actually on this season, one of the one of the contestants is do you know that guy from TikTok Brew, the guy who does the radio voice and he does the radio um like pranks? He has like millions of followers on TikTok. His name is Brew. I think don't think I I think I know who you're talking about, but I'm unsure completely but i know like there is a radio person who does a lot of like the prank calls Mm -hmm. uh, on tiktok who's pretty famous so i think i'm aware of who you're talking about okay well he he's a contestant on the show this season that's so weird i would think i think that's a good idea for a reality show being catfished by a celebrity Mm -hmm. because it's like what if like it's actually a really big because i could see like benedict cumberbatch doing something that stupid uh, cause he seems like a weird guy and like you vote him out or you're the vote that like kicks him out. Like if it's play and be like, I'm the one who kicked him right. out. You can never watch Doctor Strange again. I, yeah. Or be like, I'm the one who 
oh my God, I kicked him out of the show. How could I do that? <laughs> He's such a nice person. Like, I think that would be a fun concept. Try to try to not kick out the celebrity. Mm-hmm. But only if they got, like, really nice uh, actors and actresses. Like, somebody who whose persona is, like, really... Like, like Benedict Cumberbatch or, like, Chris Evans. I feel like somebody would feel so guilty about kicking out Chris Evans because he seems like such a sweet man. He also has really terrible, like, anxiety, I've, I've heard. Or mm. he has kind of bad and social anxiety. Um, so to kick him out of a competition, if you're the one who kicked, like, Chris Evans, he has, uh, what do they say? Golden Retriever Energy. Mm-hmm. Which I, I actually like that idea. Like, not idea, but calling somebody having golden retriever energy. Right. Oh, yeah, and golden retrievers are so cute. <laughs> How could you not want that energy? My sister has Samoyed energy. When I say that, it's because they both have really bad ADH. Uh. <laughs> you can distract them really easily. There's a squirrel, they'll both go for it. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but... Like, the circle is a very, like I said, that's an interesting concept. And it's not like revolving around, you know, distressing mannerisms either. Mm-hmm. And to move forward, that's like a lot of what TLC is nowadays, I think, with their reality shows. It's kind of distressing reality shows. And it's, or it's like belittling to certain people. And it's like, well, why have this and who's still watching this right who's still watching my strange addiction oh i stopped watching it after that eating face masks as you throw them around i know i just dropped (laughs) um there's one woman who would drink her husband's ashes put it in her coffee every morning there's another one who but would, don't you run out after a minute <laughs> like <laughs> it's not like you can do you, it's do you have to marry somebody else and cremate them to like get that i don't know i i would assume there's a limited amount of ashes um going on that and side story and really dark humor uh so when Sobo passed I had her ashes and I gave little urns to my mom and my sister uh, with some of her ashes. And I was telling my sister that because she's like, I didn't think about how you had to go in there and collect her ashes. I'm like, yeah, I use a spoon. <laughs> I use a spoon to grab soul's ashes and put in the other urns. I'm like, I threw away the spoon. I <laughs> threw something like, felt like I couldn't wash it enough to know that yeah, like, that you, was used. No, you can't, uh-uh. you can't eat with that <laughs> spoon again <laughs> i couldn't and i didn't think about using something else i just grabbed a spoon and mm. i used it and then i was like i don't i don't want this anymore <laughs> and then my sister's like that must have been a lot for you to just dig around your cat's ashes i'm like it was weird it was a little <laughs> weird <laughs> like i didn't want to give that to them but yeah that spoon is gone now uh so i can't imagine drinking your husband's ashes every morning yeah um Oh, and there was that one who ate mattress foam. Wow. Wow. I know yeah. there's, there There was a girl on TikTok I saw a long time ago. I, I don't even remember her, her name. But uh, she her whole page is just about her eating uh, cornstarch. 
or cornstarch. Is it? Yeah, I think it's cornstarch. It's some type of corn. I think it's cornstarch. And they're like the the little cubes, and she just like eats those over and over. And it, it's apparently not good for you, like at all. But she well, keeps it monitored with her doctor probably, or something. Probably. How do you? What day do you find out that this is your addiction? What day do you think she like decide to open up her husband's? Because I don't ever have a desire to open up Snowball's uh, box. Like what right. made her just that's be like? I'm gonna that's why it's rest it. in peace. Yeah, like she, I she I let her be because like right that's what she deserves right. Uh, so like just the thought of like one day just doing that is like how do you what thought process? I understand it's like a mental health issue and it's hard to conform to that uh, thought process and how you kind of get there, but still. The thought of just like opening up that urn, insane. Mm-hmm. Again, I understand mental health issue, but still, um, and a lot of the shows try to bring you in with that like insane thought process of like, how did they get here? How is this person like here? Like with uh, my life at six thousand pounds, or you know, shows like that where it's like you you always speculate, how did you get here? How did you do this? And then you just kind of watch them mm-hmm. they never do answer that they never tell you how they got there i want a prequel to reality shows i don't know if that's like a thing but i want a prequel where they explain things or they have like actors acting out the scenes of this person's life right i don't know that's probably not a reality show anymore but there are <laughs> certain shows i would love a prequel to you know same same i think that would be but yeah. um do you have other than the elimination in the circle? Do you have any reality show recommendations? Uh, well, right now, I would definitely have to say Survivor, and I've talked about it, it on this podcast before. But Survivor is one of I can't decide which is my favorite reality show. Oh yeah, because you do the trifecta. Yeah, Big Brother, Survivor, and bachelor close amazing race (laughs) but bachelor i have a love-hate relationship with bachelor i have a love-hate relationship with a lot of these shows but i think that's what i like about them is because you never know what you're gonna get sometimes you might like be be all into the show other times you might be throwing your shoe at the tv every single week um but uh, yeah, with Survivor, I never know because sometimes I'll be like, Survivor's my favorite reality sh- show on TV. And other times I'll be like, oh, The Amazing Race is my favorite reality show. Sometimes I'll be like, B- Big Brother is my favorite reality show. Although Big Brother's been slipping in the last few years. So, but I still love Big Brother. I still love Survivor. Survivor's on right now. The finale's in a few weeks. And I actually just confirmed. Um, with someone that we're gonna go to the Survivor finale party that, yes, that a couple of uh, Survivor past players are hosting and it's in LA and it's gonna be on Survivor finale night. And I've never been to, I've always wanted to go to one of these Survivor finale parties and I've never been. And so I'm really excited. And there's gonna be like former Survivor players there and stuff. So um, I'm excited. 
Yeah, I gotta move out to LA or just start coming out more and just like following you to those parties because <laughs> I want to go. I want to go to that. That yeah, sounds like really interesting. Ooh, okay. Well, so the next the next one that happens in LA, we'll uh, uh, we'll we'll plan it, and then we'll we'll go to it together. Yes. Yeah. All right. Let's do that. Uh, that's that's actually really. I didn't know they had that. So it's a like a final party, as in like this season, and it's the contestants on there, or is it like just like a party they have like where past contestants are like. So it's interesting because usually. In the past, the reunion would be live. So the contestants would be in L.A. and they would have their live reunion. I don't know where they would go afterwards, but I know last year because of COVID, they didn't have the reunion live. They filmed the uh, the final tribal council and then they filmed the votes and the reunion was like pre-taped. So I don't know what they did afterwards. Who knows? Some of the contestants from the season that's airing right now might be there. But um, I know there's definitely going to be like people from past seasons who are going to be there. I'm just not sure. So, I, feel, I feel like that's like a, it's a cool concept. It sounds like it'd be just fun to go. Plus, I mean, whether they're, you know, contestants from the beginning or the, you know, end or earlier or later, it still meets, it still need to meet some of those contestants and be able to talk to them about like what went on, what, you know. I think I would end up putting my foot in my mouth. I'm not going to lie. And be like, like, sorry, I was reading how, against you your season, but. Yeah, like, how pissed were you when you left, man? Like, that sucks. <laughs> you got kicked. You were the first one kicked off, man. That sucks. That's a bummer. Everybody always, you know, nobody ever wants to be the first one kicked off. I'd do that. I would absolutely do that. <laughs> that's what I do. I put my foot in my mouth sometimes. Uh, so <laughs> maybe it's good that I don't come. Those type of things. Although, I could start a fight there. And, you know, that leads to entertainment. Too. That's drama. That's reality TV. Reality yeah, TV within. That's, it'd be very meta. Reality TV within the reality TV party. What's not supposed to be reality TV becomes reality TV. Exactly. Because I don't know how to. Yeah. Which is, again, it's. Right. Um, but. So Survivor's going on. The Amazing Race. Doesn't that happen during the summertime more so? No, they just ended a season last month. Oh. Um, and I don't think they have another one filmed. So I think the next time it airs is going to be next year. Sometime early next year, maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I recommend the Ink Master and... Uh, oh, my goodness. Uh is it cake just because i <laughs> i do appreciate those those are my recommendations nice. uh not going into full detail but well i already mentioned why i like the shows because they're interesting concepts and it's a little harder i feel like to tell whether they're scripted or not mm. because if they make a mistake they really make a mistake so mm-hmm. and of course i'm just i'm judging right so i like to see the final product and judge it myself even though i have no inking skill or tattooing skill at all i can't draw on paper i can do digital art very proud of that but on paper no and then on somebody's skin i'd probably screw it up entirely so i know i uh, would feel bad for the rest of my life like i messed up that person's arm or leg permanently 
Oh yeah, just to know that it's just like, oh yeah, that's on you forever. Uh, oh well. Especially with how expensive tattoos. Yeah. Um all right, and that's I think we we should probably lead off with our recommendations. Yeah, that's that's our episode. Uh what reality TV are you into? Is there anything that you've been watching or you've watched in the past that uh, we didn't mention today. Let us know either in the comments below or by messaging um, or commenting on any of our social media pages. We're at the first ones to die. Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, anything, you name it, we're on it. Uh, we're also on YouTube, the first ones to die. Give us a like, a subscribe if you're not watching our video version already. Uh, also, you can email us the first ones to die at gmail.com and we will reply to you. We um, love getting messages. We want more. <laughs> so. And also on YouTube, just to let you guys know, we do have short videos, uh, episodes, as well as just extra vlogs and gaming competitions that we have done. We're working actually on a D&D one now, which uh, I mean, it, it's fun. We've only played one round, but it was a lot more fun than I had anticipated. And I got surprisingly into the game. Yeah. Um, D, uh, Jerome finally was willing to let me play. I promise not to insult him so much. I only made two insults during the game, but in all fairness, they were a group insult, not directed to solely towards him. Right. Uh, there's also many reviews of shows and, you know, various other things we do for fun. Uh, we are starting a Twitch where we'll be able to stream gaming. Uh, we haven't started that yet. We are picking out games. So if you guys have any su suggestions for anything you'd like us to stream, play, or, you know, just interact with us, that's another great way to do that as well. And what about your social, Jonathan? Where are they finding you personally? Yes, you can find me at the first ones to... No, you can't find me at the first ones to... <laughs> well, you can. But you can find me at Jonathan Keys on Twitter, Instagram, wherever you please. And you can find me at Alex and Nobody on Instagram and on TikTok. Um, and next week, Jonathan's going to be gone now. And yes, I need it. Like I said, I need to disappear for a week and let you guys have like a moment. <laughs> um, and why are you going to be gone next week? Um, well, a couple of reasons. Um, mom, my mom is in town, so I'm going to welcome her, um, and it is my birthday as well, so. I like how you took off time to spend with your mom and mine just over there. <laughs> <laughs> I just got, she's, just, she's fine. Um, yeah, yeah, it's your birthday. Happy birthday, um, since you won't be here, and, you know, have fun with your mom. Have a good time, you know, enjoy. Hopefully it's all sunny. I, for right now, and I know the weather is usually not at typically like 100% accurate a week in advance, but right now it says it's going to be in the 90s next weekend. So, oh, yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah. Enjoy that weather. Yeah. Yeah. And, so, but, and my mom's happy about that. So, I'm happy yeah, she's it's happy. Been, <laughs> it's been raining on and off. Over here, so she'll probably enjoy that constant sunshine. Mm -hmm. But either way, happy birthday, um, and we'll see you the following week, and we'll see what we'll we'll review next week. I'm not entirely sure anymore, so we'll we'll see. It'll be a fun, fun surprise for all. Mm -hmm. and then, all right. Good night. And with that, have a good week, and we'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.